Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 3, Karma Yoga, Yoga of Action. We all learned in chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, from Bhagavan that Durenahi Karma Avaram Buddhi Yoga Dhananjaya. Buddha Saranamanvicha Kupanaha Falahetavaha. That karma is lower than Buddhi Yoga. And therefore, you establish yourself in Buddhi Yoga because the people who are working for the results are unfortunate misers. So, Buddhi Yoga is when Buddhi is controlling the mind and keeping it in balance. When Buddhi is guiding the mind in deciding what is right and what is wrong, what is truth and what is untruth. So, you can now also see it as Karma Yoga. Durenehi avarha karma, karma yoga dhananjaya. Karma is any time inferior than karma yoga. So what is karma and what is karma yoga? That's obviously a question. We are all working in this world because we are living beings. We have no choice but to work in this, the act in this world outside because activity is the signature of life. So we can take an example in our day-to-day life and say, how can you differentiate a karma from karma yoga? If someone wants to buy a BMW, but he does not make enough money from his regular job to save enough money to buy a BMW, so he decides that I'm going to do overtime. His job allows him to do overtime and he can make more money if he does overtime. He decides he volunteers for the overtime so that he can make more money, save enough money to buy that BMW. He does that, he saves enough money, once he buys BMW, his goal is over. He says, I don't need to do overtime anymore. I'll go back to my regular hours. So that's basically, he had a result in mind from this overtime, I will get my BMW, which I really am looking forward to. Now, in the other person, in another case, let's assume a person is a doctor or an engineer, architect or any kind of a professional and he's a salaried employee. No matter how many hours he works, he doesn't get more money. That's the definition of salaried worker in the United States. You may work 400 hours, but you only get paid for 40 hours. So salaried worker is one that he is responsible enough to do his job. So. You don't really need to give him overtime. But as a doctor, he decides that I need to put more hours because my patients need me to do so. Or as an architect, an engineer, a professional, he decides that I need to put extra hours, extra time to complete my task, which is part of my duty. And my client needs me to do so for his benefit. Then he puts his overtime without getting anything out of it other than a satisfaction that he did his job. First one was a karma because he wanted a particular result out of that overtime. 
he wanted more money to buy a BMW, he bought BMW, he's done with overtime. That overtime never really gave him any more joy other than it gave him more money. In the second case, when a doctor puts additional hours to take care of his patients, he does not get any more money or any more recognition, but he gets a satisfaction that he is doing his duty. This is his duty to take care of his patients. He gets the satisfaction of putting additional hours to fulfill his duty. Now that overtime now becomes karma yoga. First person when he was doing overtime, he was actually dreading it, saying this is a drudgery, but I have to do it because I want to buy BMW. In second case, the person was doing it not because asked to do it or required it, but he wants to do it because that's what he thinks his duty is. Both are doing overtimes. One is doing as a karma, other one is doing as a karma yoga. So Bhagavan said, karma yoga is anytime superior than karma. A karma performed for a particular result may give you the result, but is inferior than a karma performed as part of your duty, which gives you joy for that. So Bhagavan said, you have no choice in this world to act, but act in the manner that is appropriate for karma yoga. Yoga guru karmani. Bhagavan is given Arjuna instructions how karma yoga is to be performed. So the first one is ma karma phala hetu bho. Do not do any action just for the results of them. Then he said yoga karma. Establish yourself in yoga. And as we have just discussed, yoga is when buddhi is controlling my mind. To keep it in balance no matter what the outcome of my result is yoga Then he said the field of action should be yagnarthat karma karmani. Do actions which are beneficial to more people, for the community, for the society, not just for you. The first person doing overtime was for himself, to buy a BMW. Second person was doing overtime because his society is served as patients or clients. So, Yagnarthat Kuru Karmani, for greater good. And then he says, Asakta Satatam Karyam Karma Samacharaha. Do all actions without attachment. So what we understand karma yoga is that if I do charitable work or volunteer work once in a while when I'm available, well, that's my karma yoga. So what did you do, Neil, over the weekend? I did karma yoga because I volunteered at a homeless shelter or I volunteered at my temple or volunteered at some organization. We want to say that's not karma yoga. Asaktam satatam karyam karma samachara. Satatam, constantly, every action that you perform should be performed in that manner. Do not differentiate between this is my job and this is my karma yoga. Satatam karya karma, that attitude which I develop, which I, as I said last time, that if you use a pen which has a propensity to, to get stuck with the food, then you have to go through the attachment and detachment. But you develop a pen which is unattached by its nature, then whatever food you cook, it's fine. It's not going to get stuck to it. So, if you constantly work in this world with that unattached attitude, we want to say that's karma yoga. And when you come to a conclusion, I really have nothing to gain in this world anymore. I have realized what I need to realize. Because you still need to continue working. Loka Sangraham Evapi. 
for the preservation of the society also you should continue to work. So that's the definition of Karma Yoga we have learned from Bhagwan, from his advice to Arjuna. Arjuna is nothing but our representative. So Bhagwan is directly telling us how to act in this world so that you will not be bound by your actions. Then he said, whatever a person in a higher position does, the other people will follow. Then he said, look at my own example. I have nothing to gain in this three worlds. Because I'm the creator of this three world. But I have to continue to work in this world as the lawgiver and law enforcer. If there is no lawgiver, there will be a chaos, not cosmos. This cosmos is regulated by laws of nature. They are explicit laws and there are no exceptions. But they are explicit and no exception because there is a law enforcer who enforce those laws explicitly. So if we have traffic laws and no cops, we know how much they will be effective. I just read somewhere that Bangladesh has the largest teenage protest ever. This protest was about traffic. The three teenagers died because somebody ran over this teenager were walking. The whole nation, all the teenagers, we're going to enforce traffic rules. So, when there are laws but no enforcement, the laws are of no value. If the nature is laws given by the lawgiver, but there is no enforcement, the laws have no real value. But we know that in nature there is no exception to any law. Therefore, my iPhone works. Therefore, my car works because there are no exception to laws of thermodynamics or any kind of physical laws. So we can rely on those laws to make our gadgets work and our life can be regulated by that. That Bhagavan said, it is me. I am regulating them. Because if I don't do that, then I will become Sankrasya Kartasyam. I will be the cause for this confusion, contamination, which is not appropriate. To grow anything in a healthy manner, we need a protection and nurturing. To protect and nurture, you have to protect that being or a thing from contaminated by undesirable influences. Bhagwan said that if I don't work and these laws get all lost, then there will be confusion. There won't be anything growing or anything developing in an appropriate manner. And he said then, all these people will die. Upahanyami imaha prajaha. Then all beings will be destroyed. You can simply imagine that this climate change which is creating havoc because we are not following the natural cycle. So you can imagine if all laws of nature are now violated, there won't be any life on any planet. Or there won't be any planets left because everything will be in chaos. So Bhagavan said, I have to constantly work to make sure there is an order in this cosmos and cosmos functions as we have discussed before. And then he says, Saktaha karmani vidvansaha yatha kurvanti bharataha kuryat vidvan tatha asaktaha chikusuhu lokasangraha. First line, it's a statement of fact. This is what we see in this world. Saktaha karmani avidvansaha. Those who are not knowledgeable about this truth, 
that I am not the doer. There is not really much in my own power to do anything or create anything. If I go to a lab and take hydrogen and oxygen, which are in a two separate containers, and then combine them and say, I'm going to do a magic. I'm powerful enough to create water. And then combine hydrogen and oxygen, create water in lab, and say, look, I created water. But once said, no, no, you didn't do anything. Hydrogen and oxygen acted according to their own gunas when they came together and created water. You were just a nimitta matra. So Bhagavan said, one who knows that he is not the doer, he doesn't get attached to his actions because he knows that all he is, his power is to act according to his own guna. But he says, saktaha, karmani avidvansa, one who is not knowledgeable about that, he gets attached to his own action. He thinks, I did it. I built this company. I did this. Without me, this cannot work. Just think about if I'm not there, what can happen? All that is sakta, he's attached to his own actions. Yatha Karvanti Bharata, just as an uneducated person about this reality of life, he gets attached and work in this world. All of us do that because we think we are important, my job is important, my work is important, therefore I'm doing it. Kuryan Vidwan Tatha Asakta. The only difference between a knowledgeable person, Vidwan, Vidwan is one who has the knowledge of the truth. He also acts exactly in the same manner, except he is unattached. He knows that I am just a minuscule part in this activity. So many people have to do so many things for me to be able to perform this one task. Even making a cup of tea, if I say I made the cup of tea, it's not a true statement. Because somebody is to grow tea somewhere in Darjeeling or someplace else, then process it, then pack it, then send it to your grocery store to you go and buy it. So we right now have a big crisis. We like Vag Bakri Masala Chai. And Vag Bakri Masala Chai is not available in the store right now because the supply chain is broken. So Royal Store says and Bhavani and all these people say Vag Bakri Masala Chai tea packets are not available. I'm perfectly capable of making Vag Bakri Masala Chai at home, but I can't make it anymore because the packet is not available. So Bhagawan said that when you know that your abilities are very limited, then you will act as a Vidwan. Kuryat Vidwan Tatha Asakta Chikirsuhu Loka Sangraham With a desire for the protection and the growth of the society, he is working without attachment. He knows that I am blessed with this ability to work in this world. Bhagwan has given me this intellect, this physical ability, this mental ability to perform this task. My parents give me the education to do so. It is my job now to apply that for the betterment of the society. That Bhagwan is the Vidwan working versus uneducated about this truth. Working in this world with attachment. I am the doer. Na buddhi bhedam janayet agnanam karma sanginam josayet sarva karmani vidwan yuktaha samacharan. There is a great danger in learning this Vedanta. Then I may come to the conclusion that nothing is of great value in this world what I do. I may have to give up everything. And then tell everyone, why are you wasting your time? In the end, it's not going to be of any value. Just sit down, meditate, and the end of the story. 
Bhagavan said, that's not a Vidwan's job. If a Vidwan knows what is the reality and what is the truth, he still works in this world diligently for the Loka Sangraha. Then he sees the other people working with that attachment. He has a responsibility not to unsettle them. So what are you doing? He says, well, I had been working very hard in my office. He says, well, this is of no value. I'll give you an example. I got my first job as an intern at State Bank of India in my first year architecture's vacation. It was in Barduli. I went to the bank. I said, well, give me something to do. He said, okay, here are the pennies. Naya paisa. said, count all the pennies. I was very sincerely counting each penny. My cousin, who used to work in the same bank, and because of him I got the job as an intern to just make some money, he said, what are you doing, Neil? He said, I'm counting pennies. Our boss told me to count pennies. He said, he is just trying to keep you busy. We have a machine to count these pennies. So what you're doing is of no value whatsoever. But he had nothing for you to do. And we have this one position. If you don't fill that position, the bank will take it away. Because now you can work without that position. Why do you need a permanent employee there? So he said, to make sure that we fill that position, you are hired to just be there as a warm body to make sure there's an employee there. But we know you know nothing about banking and we have nothing for you to do. So counting pennies just to keep you busy. So I right away stopped counting. So Bhagavan said, that's not a job of a right manager. The first manager knew I have to keep this guy busy. My cousin thought he was wise enough to tell me this is of no value. So I stopped working. So Bhagavan said, na buddhi bhedam janayet agraram sanginam. Those people who are not aware of what is the truth and they are working in this world with attachment do not create confusion in their minds. Make them work. Joseth sarva karmani. Engage all in actions. We know with all these mental diseases which we see all around, the, the root cause of most of the mental diseases, they don't find something worthwhile to do. So say, no, no, your job is to engage all of them, whether they are working with knowledge or without knowledge in action. Vidwan Yukta Samacharan. How do you do that? You set yourself as an example. You act with even-mindedly, whether it's a very important job or very lowly job, but you perform as a guide to them, as a role model to them. Let them work with attachment. You work without attachment. They may not be able to make any difference between how you are working as a Vidwan and how they are working. But you set your example by making sure that they understand that no work is too small, no work is too high. Whatever is required, I will do. So I heard an example that Swami Vivekananda, some brahmachari went and said, Swamiji, this guy is not doing anything. He just keep reading Vedanta, but he is not doing the chores, like cleaning the vessels. Swami said, I'll do it. Okay, that's okay. Let him do Vedanta if he likes to study Vedanta more. I will clean those vessels. And Swami Vivekananda cleaned those pots and pans. So Bhagavan said, you set your example that no work is high, no work is too low. And that's how you make people work in this world. Prakrutehe kriyamanani gunehi karmani sarvasaha. Here is the mystery. Here is the real truth. That there is, nobody is doing anything 
by themselves or because of themselves. All actions are performed by Prakriti, by its gunas. Prakriti, as we know, has three gunas, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. When these constituent parts interact with each other, an activity is created. All actions are created by Prakriti, by its own gunas. Ahankara vimudhatma, karta ahamiti manyate. But one who is deluded about who he is and who is the doer, he thinks, I am the doer. As I give the example, if I go to lab and create this water out of hydrogen oxygen, I will say, I did it. Prakriti says, no, you didn't do anything, Neo. You just acted according to your mental vasanas and desires. But I created water out of the qualities of the constituent parts of nature, hydrogen and oxygen. Ahankara vimudhatma karta ahamiti manyate. He thinks he has done it. Actually, Prakriti says, I do it. I as Prakriti do all actions. In Gujarati, there is a saying, a dog walking under a bullock cart thinks that I am carrying this bullock cart. This bullock cart is moving because of me, because I am walking under it. If I stop walking, this bullock cart will stop. We know the bullock cart has nothing to do with the dog walking underneath. It is pulled by those bullocks. So we are like that swan, the dog, which thinks that I am doing it. Whereas it is all done by Prakriti. We will stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om